0: Hey everybody, Tyree here with Before I Forget. And I want to tell you guys that the views and opinions listed on this show, uh, before I forget, are the views and opinions of the hosts and the guests alone. They are not the views or opinions of the army, police, or any other institution. It's just our opinions and it's just us talking. Thank you and please enjoy Before I Forget. everybody, Tyree and Kevin here with Before I Forget, say hi Kevin. Hey. And on this episode, we're going to recap all the other episodes because we are almost done with this season, alright? Yeah. Fuck yeah. One more episode after this. Man. Yeah, we're killing it. And then who knows what we're going to do, we know what we're going to do, we'll let you in on it later. So, yeah, I, feel, I feel like we definitely know. Yeah, we know. We we got it. No, don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry your pretty little face. Uh, listener. So, on listener. the Hey, we're just going to start from the beginning. Uh our first guest that we had on was Gr- uh, Griff, right?
1: It was, but we remember we had to uh There goes me inhaling in the mic again. Um <clears throat> we had to redo the audio on those because the audio was kind of the quality of it was kind of bad. So actually,
0: the first uh, episode is Doc, Doc skillin Yeah, it's funny how that worked out. Uh, For the first episode with Griff, I'm actually working on cleaning that up so you guys can hear it because they're they're awesome uh, and you guys have heard a lot of them because looking at the numbers, quite a few plays. I think it has one of the highest plays and it's not even on the thing anymore. So we're going to clean it up And it's going to be awesome You guys are going to hear it, you're going to love it Shout out to Griff, thank you for uh, showing up on our show, man Yeah, hashtag thanks, Griff Yeah <laughs> Don't know why I said hashtag
1: <laughs> You're the, trying to be hip, man They're Trying to be cool with the kids I know, yeah. man You know what I say?
0: kids say. <laughs> 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 That's not yeah. necessarily mean is it though? No, not really. Yeah. Um, it was great talking to Griff. We haven't. Um, I haven't spoken to him in a minute. Uh, I've seen him a few times since I left Germany. Uh, he's always there, and, and I'm so happy that we we got to have him on. Like, uh, especially for our, our first show, first shows, and then we got in the dock. Doc was really cool because he gave us a different perspective on everything, even though he is a fat ass. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. On,
1: I got nothing on that, man. I mean, you know, you know, he was he. If I remember right, a couple of years ago, he was he was real big into uh, lifting and no longer was Doc fat ass. he was Doc swole ass, but like in a different way.
0: Right. Doc got jacked. Mm hmm. I believe it. No, I, I saw the pictures. I, uh, I, I applauded him on his loss of weight, and uh, he bulked up. Man, looked like he's being healthy, doing healthy shit. Gotta love it. Well, especially with what he's doing now, you know what I mean. Like he, it sounds like he's got like the best job in the world,
1: is because he's out there somewhere in the Pacific Northwest, um, patrolling the mountains. Uh, and uh, I mean, he's always posting pictures on his on his on his socials from like up in the mountains and snow caps and all kinds of cool shit and I guess that's just what that's, that's his office like how cool is that oh yeah gotta love the view right
0: <clears throat> the show? the the view no not the show the view of his office the wilderness did you say orifice shit the fuck <clears throat> hey um, anyway yeah Let's continue. It, yeah, it was really nice talking to Doc. Um, I didn't know some of the things that he had went through after uh, our deployment. Um, that's a lot to deal with, and I'm so I was uh, glad that we we spoke to him about that. Well, you know, um,
1: yeah. I mean, I feel like I don't know. It's kind of I just I don't know if I'm going to say this without it sounding fucked up, but like you know, you know, you go through experiences or events in your life that kind of help you prepare for larger or worse events later on. And I kind of feel like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like our deployment was terrible in a lot of ways, but it wasn't supremely bad. But, you know, his, his next time over, um, was not near as good. No. Relatively speaking. But he made it, man made it through. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, but that's what I'm saying. I, I kind of feel like maybe, you know, the, the shitty things that we had gone through, um, you know, however bad they were, it, you know, originally like by comparison, when he went back again, it just, mm-hmm. I think, I think he had a, a worse experience, but he was more
0: prepared for it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I was glad that he was, he brought up uh graph and Hohensfeld while we were talking. I just thought about that. Like, man, he really was everywhere. We were like everywhere. I can't think yeah, of a man. time where we, where we weren't doing something and, and skilling wasn't there. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the life of the, of the doc. Mm-hmm. You know what I
1: mean? Like for, for folks listening, if you're, you know, if you're not in the military and you're thinking about joining the military and you're thinking about going like combat medic, 68 whiskey in the United States army, you are with your people. You're embedded. Like, you, I mean, like we talked about in the show, like, you know, when we were out on missions, like doc was on patrol with us. Like he was doing the same thing we were doing, pulling security, kicking in doors. He may not have been like the door kicker, but you know, he was there,
0: you know, he was doing the infantry role. I mean, you and, say and, he was there, but he was also everywhere because he was a fat God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He beat on me, man. Yeah. Yeah, he did.
1: He did. He did. Yeah. I don't know if that deserves a, a lifetime of fat jokes, but yes, it does. I mean, there's a lot of people that get peed on, man. Some people have to pay for it.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, guess what? It ain't me, brother. <laughs> it's not what my coins go to, boy.
1: <laughs> but um, you know, it, it, it is a thing, though, right? Like, I mean, like that, I think that's one thing that we talked about in that show was, you know, how how. um a jack of all trades, the medic has to be, so to speak, you know what I mean? Because they do have to be proficient, very proficient in their, their primary role as a doc, as a medic. But, you know, if you're working with infantry guys then you also need to be able to do the things that the infantry guys are doing. So knowing battle drills, Mm -hmm. you know, knowing, you know, the, the, just the overall mission plan and the, you you know, how to, how to do, you know, uh, room clearances and, you know, CQB or CQC, whatever you want to call it. Um,
0: they have to be kind of, Proficient in a lot of that stuff. I mean, to be able to do these things, yeah. Doc was proficient in all of it, man. For you, those those of you listening, man, he was uh, may as well been a grunt, a grunt that knew more than us. He was, he was a smart grunt. Well, and you think you remember when you were when
1: you were on the tracks, right? Like when we get back from patrol or whatever, we come back into FOB or onto the uh, patrol base. Mm -hmm. You know, we we dismounts. We would go inside. We would drop our kit and then kick our feet up. Well, like the track guys, you know, like you guys would be, um, de- after the de- mission, red. you might have to go fuel up. You might have to go refit on ammo. You have to do this, you have to do that. You, have to, you might have to do checks on the, on the Bradleys to make sure everything's functioning properly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, Doc had to do the same thing, you know, when he would come in, you know, like he would, he would have to go to the aid station or talk to his people and, you know, maybe he had to refit mm-hmm. his bag or, you know, see what's going on there to, to make sure he's not missing out on anything. Yeah. Um, just um, a busy guy, you know, busy, busy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely Taking care of
0: us with the IVs after those long ass missions,
1: <laughs>
0: right? In uh, in Kosovo and in Iraq, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was doc, there. was doc, was hooking us up in, 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 in multiple countries. Mm-hmm. If you ever needed somebody, doc was there. Love you, bro. And next up, we had Youngblood. Uh, I remember when Youngblood first came to the company. And uh he was just a cool dude with that fucking accent. It was super heavy and it made me laugh. <laughs> Which is a childish way to get to know somebody, I guess, but that's how I got to know him was I made fun of his name. I called him old cuz. Get it, young blood old cuz. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get it. You're real clever. Yeah. Anyway, um he got to have a lot of different experiences just during that deployment. Because he was working at headquarters, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He well, <clears throat> did he go over? I can't remember if he said that he went over in as headquarters element or if he was in a platoon. But yeah, no, he he was the one that came on and was talking about you know seeing Captain Rockefeller do yeah. his thing, you know, being able to like, you know, navigate the city of Samara, you know, with the map that was embedded in his brain, yeah, <clears throat> or listening to all the the radio transmissions going back and forth about uh you know just what was going on and being able to like control the battle like i mean just a lot of things man like yeah young got to see and experience a lot just from his position in headquarters mm-hmm. and it was cool seeing him again though um because it was shortly after that see his show was mid-october yep so i saw him two and a half months later for new year's in nashville with the stampers and fred and meat got to come along and um so that was, that was definitely cool to be able to catch up with him. Dude looks exactly the same. It's a little thinner. Definitely oh, yeah. more beard on his face. I saw. He has a lot Long of beard hair. and hair. Yeah. No, a lot more hair.
0: A lot no. more than I got. Way more. Yeah. Like, by far. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Um, next up, I'm going to bring or uh, talk about some of our shows. It's just our personal shows that we had. Because we had some really good ones when it was just me and you talking. Didn't uh, we? Yeah, we did. We got into some personal shit, some some deep shit. Uh, avoided a lot of other shit because, hey, man, I love you guys, and I don't want to offend you. Um, it, though the the shows with me and you, I enjoy because I don't I don't have to worry about um, getting these questions right for people, um, setting up X, Y, Z kind of to make sure these motherfuckers are showing up for stuff. Uh, editing and all that kind of shit is whatever but when it's just me and you I don't have to edit this really I can just make a couple little cuts and man I can push it right out it's easy yeah I think it
1: was around the time that we did um, I don't know if it was the one before Youngblood or the one after Youngblood where we started where we came up with our guidelines mm-hmm. that, we, that were also needed oh yeah <clears throat> I think we definitely refined them over over the season um, all the way up until we recorded with, uh, with Wesling, I believe.
0: Yeah. Uh, For those yeah. of you who who don't know, uh, if you've been a guest on our show, we always send you some guidelines, some rules, some things that you can and can't say to, to you know, keep us, uh, on the up and up and uh, hopefully to keep that person who's on our show with a job <laughs> in the end. Right. Uh, so there's a whole list. I think I should take a screenshot and, and put it on the uh, Facebook page so they'll know what we're talking about. I mean,
1: we I can talking about it right now. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, so we, we, so when we first started, we can kind of talk about that because I feel like, I mean, we have talked about that before. I know you have on your, on your solo shows. But, like, when we first started doing this, it was just with cell phones and, like, you know, wireless headsets. We had our AirPods in. And we were just recording and it uh, sounded like garbage, right? The audio quality was just terrible. It would cut in, cut in and out because we're not wired in or, you know, relying on Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. So there's a whole lot that can go wrong there. And since then, you know, obviously we've got better mics and, and better setups and and all that stuff. But part of the thing that we had learned in the beginning was that using wired headsets, um, was the way to go so if you're planning on doing a podcast wired headsets Mm -hmm. um if you're talking with a guest that only has bluetooth because i think we ended up recording with somebody who they only had bluetooth available to them and their audio sounded really good but definitely want to be wired in so you're not having to rely on that bluetooth
0: connection to stay strong Mm -hmm. man the headaches listening to those shows and hearing like really awesome stuff and then hearing it cut out like oh Rip my heart. Well, up. that's what happened with our first episode with Westling. Yeah. With I, me, mean, the yeah. Whole, I
1: mean, we had a really good show with them. Mm. And, the, I mean, just the whole the whole thing was just clippy, cut in and out. I mean, you could hear, like, a syllable here and a syllable there sometimes. Yeah. And it was a real bummer, man, because, like, trying to recreate
0: that is next to impossible. I think we did decent, but, I mean, never going to be as good as the first time. No, never as good as the first time on some shy day shit. That <laughs> stuff, man. I listened to it and I was like so upset that I couldn't push that out because it was, like I said, some really good shit on that show. Uh, But he's one of the people or one of the only folks that we had to talk to twice for the same thing. Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, we, we, I think we,
1: well, let's see here. Did we record? We recorded multiple times with Griff, right? Over the course of like a week. I think we recorded, he had three episodes. Oh yeah. Just him. So we had like six hours of of Griff content, Mm -hmm. Um, which um, I think we only ended up having or only putting one out. Right. That was the original. Yeah. First episode. We put out
0: the original. um, We I was going to put out the other ones, but I'm like, actually, we decided that six hours of Griff is, is a
1: lot of Griff. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. After, after going to basic training with them, getting stationed with them in Germany and being roommates with them for two and a half years and two deployments in Kosovo and Iraq. Um, not nah, <laughs> we joke, man, like you, you can never get too much of these people, but at the same time
0: you can. No, not with Griff, man. What I'm saying is uh, there was also some just funky recording on my behalf. Cause I was like cooking. You can hear shit frying in the background. Oh yeah, I want oh, to yeah. have, I uh, want to have uh, Griff on again with with our clean shit, and it's going to be good next season.
1: Yeah, and what was it? One, I think it was the first episode. I'm sitting there eating fried chicken. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you Snacking. were frying up bacon. Maybe you're outside pissing it. Who knows? Oh, <laughs> no, nah, man, I was uh, I was cooking. <clears throat> I think it was my night yeah. to cook or something weird, some weird shit like that. There was one
1: episode where we recorded with somebody. And it sounded like they were frying up some bacon.
0: And that would be Mr. Stamper. Yeah. But before that, he we was had not Rob. We had Absher. I mean, I'm sorry. God. Sergeant Major Rob Absher was on. He, he was on. Yes, he was.
1: Yes, he was. He was there. I was there. You were there. Mm-hmm. But hey. I was just going to get a little um, a little uh, behind the scenes. Like a bonus clip to that stamper episode, he was in fact not frying bacon. Yeah. In that episode, he was pissing off his porch (laughs) as one does in Alabama, Mississippi. Mississippi. Remember
0: remember asking him, hey man, you frying up some bacon? He just laughed. You know why? Just laughed. Because he was urinating. As one does in Mississippi. As they do.
1: Yeah. But, uh, so on the rules though, right? So definitely make sure you have wired headsets and our next rule, uh, was a fairly important one. We didn't want to be canceled for saying the wrong thing because you know how things are in America in 2022, you say something wrong, you say something wrong going all the way back to like 1847 and you know, you're canceled, Mm. Right. And so we wanted to, we came up with a rule to stay away from derogatory language. Um, and <clears throat> a little bummed about it, but not too bummed, right? Because like, we definitely wanted to go into these recordings and being like as open and honest and raw um, as we could be. We wanted to be uh, a true representation of of who we were, right? Yes. But we have to keep in, the, uh, keep in mind or take into consideration, um, you know, the oversensitivity of, of certain things, uh, sometimes, you know, f- for a good reason, because yes. uh, we definitely don't want to offend people. Um, or we don't, people want, we, we don't want people to get the wrong impression or to think ill of us for using certain terminology. So we created that rule to stay away from certain terms.
0: Yeah. And that's not to say that we were, like, hiding people's racist comments or some crazy shit. Nothing like that, y'all. Nothing like that at all. It's just don't say certain words to offend people. And uh, that was basically it, but that was our biggest rule, man. Like, uh, it it was big. That was, like, the rule breaker. I think if somebody would have went a little too far with that, I probably would have just ended the conversation right there and... Said, "Hey, man, we'll try a different time when you can get your mind right." Yeah, right. And fortunately,
1: um, since since the creation of that rule, you now have a new tool that you can use where you can just bleep things out if you need to.
0: Oh yeah, man, y'all. I tell you what, I could if I could slang stuff for to, for money, it would definitely be this Rocaster Pro. I would sell them out of the back of my car if I had them to everyone so everyone can experience how great it is to do things with this machine. Man, it is awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> and it makes everything it. so much more easier to edit and c- clean up and filter and make sure everything sounds good. It's awesome. Yeah, who who makes that? You know the people that make it the company is actually called road and it's spelled r-o and it's like one of those swedish o with the line through it or whatever D-E, mm-hmm. and uh it is a fantastic device and i would highly recommend one even if you have like a big studio and your shit fails this would probably save your ass yeah, because you can like you
1: you record directly into it, right? And it and it saves it to an SD mm-hmm. SD card, and then you just
0: upload that to your whatever. Yep, right to the computer. Right to the computer. It takes all of two seconds to go from the Rogaster Pro once we get done with it, our recording, and it's right into the our computer. And then I can open up some other programs, Adobe Edition, and uh, clean that up. And take out the bleeps and all that kind of crap. The ums and uhs which drive me up the wall. Um, with that <laughs> being said
1: <laughs> So talking about going from using our cell phones to just headphones and, or to from cell phones and you know, headphones to you know, you've got this Broadcaster Pro, um, I've got this this Yeti mic and this like little boom arm thing mm-hmm. and uh and uh this whole little adapter thing that goes into my phone. We're using zoom now instead of recording directly onto anchor. And I think we should kind of talk about it a little bit. Um, I know we had an ad running for the longest, like talking about, you know, making your podcast on anchor and don't get us wrong. It it does make it easy, right? But if you are concerned about quality content or your audio sounding good, um, then recording directly through anchor may not be the best option we still post all of our stuff on Anchor, and from there it gets distributed to uh, where it needs to go—Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. recording directly into Anchor, there's—you know—you're kind of relying on their servers to do their
0: job, and sometimes not they, so good. They don't. They do not. <clears throat> um, you guys think of Anchor as a hub. It's in the middle of the wheel, and we're we're pumping our show into that hub, and it splits that spits that show out to all these sites and it is annoying as hell when we're talking and i can't hear those skips and cut when it pops and all that kind of stuff i can't really hear it when we're talking sometimes but then when i go back and listen to it i'm like damn it anchor you you we had to drop a call or um people couldn't get connected uh, things like that. And it's really annoying when you you are ready and you're pumped to go and you, you got your show ideas lined up and then you can't even connect. Sucks. Yeah. So we went from
1: relying on Wi-Fi and Bluetooth and Anchor's servers to now we record through Zoom, which is insanely easy, especially if you have something like the Roadcaster. Mm-hmm. Um and quality mics. What, what what kind of you, you upgraded your mic. You have a fancy one, don't you?
0: Yes, sir. I got a sure super 55. One of those, uh, if you ever look at old videos of Elvis when he's singing and shit, Mm -hmm. one of those teardrop looking microphones makes me feel classy. Yeah. I got to use too. So Hey, ain't nothing wrong with used equipment by the way. Yeah. The works, you know, but um,
1: you know, so from not having any money invested in this at all to I mean, what do you think we're I mean we're still under a thousand dollars, you think?
0: Yeah. Way under.
1: I mean you you, you had that road cash from before. These Yetis are like eighty. I think I bought a Yeti kit, so I actually have two Yeti mics. Um the Yeti kit came with that boom arm and the pop filter that broke immediately. Um <laughs> and some other stuff. But I think I think that whole thing was like a hundred dollars. Yeah. You know, and and that, you know,
0: your mic was, it looks expensive. It looks pricey and it is pricey, but like I said, I got to use one and you can't <clears> be used. i got it home. I cleaned it up, open it up, clean all the dirt out of the middle of it, put in new felt looks good. And it's easy to take care of stuff. Um, also just to make things sound good. I don't know. I didn't tell you guys this, but I have this thing called the cloud lifter where it lifts, uh, gives me a, Makes me sound a little bit more clear and louder because I have a certain voice that is not very loud. Um, I also have this Focusrite that I haven't really used so much, where I can plug up an instrument and play right into it, and we can hear it in our recordings. Um, I think that's it. Equipment-wise, yeah, that's it.
1: I have a. Yeah, so I mean, really, not a remote lot, remote honestly. <clears throat> no. And so, yeah, I mean, for folks, listening, like if you are interested in starting your own podcast, and honestly, like I was a little apprehensive about it at first, right? I think I've talked about that numerous times, Um, but it has been fun. It has been good. It's been great actually, uh, because we've, um, we've reconnected with so many people. We've helped other people kind of reconnect. Um, We've helped other people feel um, less alone about their problems. Uh, We have another reunion coming up in June, July, June.
0: I'm I'm pumped for it, man. I'm stuck yeah. to do push ups. I don't want to do I don't want to look bad around you guys. <laughs> yeah. No, that you know it's
1: funny about that reunion, that one so the one we did in Nashville, I mean it was just a handful of us and then that's where the, the Florida thing came up. And I think originally we were looking at like ten to twelve people and now we're almost a 30 Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it's including spouses and children, but I mean, that's a huge, that's a, that's a huge, that's a lot of growth. Um, yeah,
0: all from so us kinda... just starting to talk on phones,
1: right? So definitely if you're interested in starting a podcast, like, like for sure, I would look into the Eddie mics cause I mean, they are, they're really, really good, um, Super easy to use once you get it figured out. Uh we I've had a a few issues there um in previous episodes, like before we even started recording, like we'll do like test records and all that stuff. I generally don't join in on those because you know my audio is always great. Right. Right. Um but you know, uh trying to figure out like I have these bows over your headphones that I use and I run the wire from the headphone into the actual mic itself, but I couldn't for the longest time figure out that, that that needed to happen i was running the the headphones directly into the adapter that goes into my phone thinking that, that would work and it wasn't um and the whole time i was like
0: man i don't understand why it's not working
1: <laughs> yeah just a whole bunch i mean you, you think about it. i mean we got two infantry guys trying to figure out technology like, come on
0: but it was <clears> it was so simple just plug it in
1: <laughs> yeah i mean yeah and that's the other thing is like I, I i don't use these headphones for anything else i have another pair of bows over ears that i use at the gym so I don't use these headphones for anything else except this. And so I just decided, well, I'll just leave them plugged into the mic. Mm-hmm. There's no reason
0: to unplug them. So yeah. there they are. They just sit on top of my mic when I'm not using them. Yeah, I have a pair of Corsair headphones. The the our, our red, blue, green, whatever the hell, the changing light ones, they're great. <laughs> and I use those for video games when we play Call of Duty, the only game I play with my friends, with you guys. Um, yeah, I love my headphones and the same thing. don't have, to, I actually, I do have to, I, I just disconnect them from the device, leave the cords connected cause I don't want to damage anything and just, you know, reconnect with a different cord. So I have a million cords laying here, right? That was a babble. I went on and on, didn't I?
1: <clears throat>
0: I mean, I have a bunch of cords laying around too, but.
1: It's just because I'm very disorganized in my life. So I have a bunch of shit everywhere. Like I don't know how to organize things um, at all. Like I don't, but I also know where everything is. So mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. I know where <clears> everything <throat> is. Exactly. Yeah. So if you want to start a podcast, like definitely like start with decent equipment. Um doesn't even have to be like the high end stuff. I mean, like I said, these Yetis are like 60 bucks out the box, right? Just if you want to buy the Yeti alone, you can go on Amazon, you can buy a kit. It comes with the the boom arm and the pop filter and the the shock mount and the the yeti mic itself and like hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, figure out what you want to talk about. Think about how you can scale it. Right. Can you continue to talk about that one thing and come up with some rules? If you want to bring people on, like, how are you going to interview them? Especially if they're across the world. Cause you know, like nobody that
0: we've interviewed so far has been in the same room with us. No, um, not even, let alone. The, not even the interview with me. And Sill. she was in a different room right well right
1: um i guess right but other other than other than that the last one with you and sylvia everybody's been in a different state yep
0: you know so gotta love it man technology it's so easy it's so easy to reach out to someone if you wanted to it's so easy and uh about the podcast thing like uh the number one thing is you got to start. That's it. Just has got to, got to hit that, hit that record button. And once you do that, man, easy.
1: Yeah. If, especially if it's something that you've been wanting to do for a while, but you're just like, I don't know if I want to do it. I don't know if it's worth it. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Like, you know, even if you don't have the good equipment, you know, I mean, you can just start from scratch with your phone and your headphones and and figure it out from there.
0: Yeah. Um, but invest in yourself, invest in your, your situation, improve it, make it better. Same shit we learn in the military. Always improve your, your uh, situation. Yeah. Always be improving your fighting position. Word.
1: So for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So we had our rules, you know, we we wanted to stay away from um, overly sexual allude, uh, conversation because you know a lot of people a, a lot of people listening might understand that we're infantry and <laughs> we're men and you know and then and, and that's just those two kind of those those things kind of, kind of kind of go hand in hand but you know nobody wants to sit through a podcast and listen to us talk about that stuff it's just not necessary the conquests um, plus like with the uh the level of people that we were planning on having the show on the show, we didn't want our show to potentially put them at risk for talking about just dumb shit that didn't need to be talked about. So exactly, we definitely tried to stay away from that. But I mean, plus it like it had no real bearing on, on what we were talking about because the whole point of the show was to talk about our combat experiences and where we were before the war and how we're doing after and so on and so on. So I don't, I don't know where talking about, you know, being, you know, whatever <clears throat> had any, had anything to do with it. Um, yeah, no, didn't have any place in it.
0: Mm-hmm. Like it would be <laughs> easy to dive into that shit, but <laughs> yeah, we, we decided that that was not the way to go. Um, so keep it, I think one, keep that part PG. Yeah. I think one thing
1: that we did really well at, um, that would have been extremely easy for us to get, uh, dive into, um, but didn't was the next one. Where we have like no political biases. We wanted to stay away from all things political. We didn't want to bring up, you know, liberal beliefs, conservative beliefs, left, right, you know, Democrat, Republican. We don't talk, we don't talk about any of that stuff. We don't want to talk about the, you know, the current administration, the last administration, the previous administration. We don't want to talk about any of that stuff. We don't want to talk about what Bush was doing when 9-11 kicked off. We didn't want to talk about how any of that stuff. We wanted to stay away from all of that because <clears throat> what we were doing when we were deployed, and what we were doing on the ground um or prior to our deployment sure like at the very very top right like choices are made um from the white house or department of defense or whoever right mm-hmm. and that could come down the line and affect us where we were but when you're talking about the soldier on the ground or the marine on the ground like we're 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 in that middle ground where the politics don't really matter because we're fighting for our lives mm. And so, again, just like the lewd and sexual con- uh, content, uh, content or, you know, whatever, talking about the politics of things had no bearing, had no place in what we were talking about because it didn't matter. It didn't matter if the person that I was, that we were talking to um, was super far right and wanted to blame whoever for whatever. It, it didn't matter, right? Because when you're on the ground and you're in contact, it doesn't matter if the guy next to you. Is a super, you know, conservative, and you're a super liberal. Does it matter? Does not matter not one bit. <clears throat> I mean, that's what they say about like you know race in the military. You know, race in the military doesn't matter, right? Because it's what we say in the army, like we're all green, and it's true. You know what I mean? Like it still exists, unfortunately, because people are fucking stupid. But
0: um, when you're in the fight, that's what matters, you know. Yeah, that's all that matters. You know, and I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, I can honestly say straight up, I never really experienced anything racist and crazy like that while I was in the army personally um, and i don't I wonder if other folks like other black folks who were there had anything or felt anything from anyone from our unit like in general from their army experience? Cause I don't think any I mean, kind of shit would fly in our unit. It didn't.
1: It really didn't. I mean, we, I think our whole company like was really good about getting along. Like, I mean, I know we sucked to our platoons, right. And so everybody in first and second and third platoon, we all got along with each other, but like, you know, our, our, our platoon was across the hall from, I believe it was first platoon. So like, we got along with a lot of those dudes, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So like Uribe and and Gallo and all those guys, like, um, you know, we all got along. There was no like a Bowman, you know what I mean? Nobody had any kind of like weird animosity towards anybody else. It's just like, if I didn't like that person, then we didn't interact with that person. There was no need to, to hate on them for any reason. Um, you know, but I think we also at the core understood what our purpose was there anyway. And it was just to, you know, learn to be grunts, Yep. and go to war and do our job.
0: Leave that old shit uh, back uh, at your mama's house where you learned it. Unle- right. Unlearn shit, motherfuckers. Um, when it comes to this list, uh, we also... Um, and it's my pet peeve a little bit. Um, the time. Like, uh, it would be great to get everything out when we can just talk it out, but man, we would be on there all day. So we have to limit folks to two hours, two and a half hours, right? I think, yeah, our longest one was like two and a half hours, but
1: when we were recording directly into anchor, we can could, we couldn't do longer than two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> recording it to zoom like we do now without having an account, we're limited to 40 minute segments. Um, uh, but we can do as many of those as we want. So that was the thing, right? Like, cause anchor, you can upload a long recording, but you couldn't record longer than two hours. Right. Yeah. So I mean, that's ended up that's that's why we had to break uh, break up uh Griff's episode into three. I believe we did uh well Walker's episode ended up being two uh Stampers was two. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, we could have, I mean, but that's the thing is like everybody that we've talked to, we could have gone on and on and on and on. Yeah. It was hard to, it was easy. It's to hard talk. to get out all the things, you know, get everything out, um, and stay on track and not try and catch up because that was the other thing. A lot of these people that we reported with, that was the first time we had talked to them in years, or maybe the first time we've had this type of conversation with them mm-hmm. in years. So like you would definitely want to play catch up. You want to talk about all these things and, you know, get into a rhythm of the conversation. Yeah. But we also wanted to be able to, to, to get through, uh, the, the topics that we needed to get through.
0: Yeah. And we had some heavy ass topics, man. Oh man, that was ugly and sounded funky. I'm going to edit that out. (laughs) Right. Uh, we had some heavy ass topics, folks. Uh, you guys listened along. Um, we, we talked about, uh, the start of that deployment, how we felt about it, um, training up uh, and getting ready to go. Uh, our first uh, casualty we saw that we, we had to deal with as a unit. Uh, we talked about that out in the open, you guys, man. That That's some stuff that some of us haven't spoken about in decades. Um, yeah. And, and uh, it felt nice to open up to you guys about that. Well, I think good. what's what's been even better than
1: for us to be able to talk about it, and I know for for some of the guys that we recorded with, like you know, like Mato was saying, like some of the things that he had told us, that was the first time he's really talked about stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think what's been even better is the messages that we were receiving from people, um, you know, saying how the stuff that we were talking about helped them open up more about the stuff that they had gone through. Um, and that's awesome. Like we, that's, that's great. Cause like, I mean, you know, we're not just helping ourselves. Um, and you know, the the military community is supposed to be a, a selfless community anyway. So we, we should always be trying to be in the service of others in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. And this just happens to be, it happened to turned out to be
0: one of those ways that we're doing that, which is cool. I like it. Yeah. Can't beat it. And uh, on that note, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick little break uh, on our show before I forget, and uh, we'll be right back in a second. Right? Right. Some Foo Fighters. Welcome back to the second half of this show. A little bit of John shanti for you guys. This cold, it's an awesome song. Yep. But anyway. <laughs> back to the conversation we're having, man. Because it's awesome. I'm having
1: a good time. Yeah, so <clears throat> we've had some people on the show, right? We, we made it as far as the Youngblood, which is our third episode. We talked a little bit about the ones that we did, but... <sighs> Um, yeah, we had a couple of sergeants, major command sergeants, major on the podcast. Yes, we did. Which is, uh, we're super thankful for that because for those of you who are not in the military, um, a CSM, a command sergeant major, um, is a very busy, busy person and for them to be able to take the time out of their day, um, with all the things that they have to do um, to be able to talk, sit down and talk to us—that uh, means a lot to us, and we're really thankful that Sergeant Major Apture, Sergeant Major Gill, and the 4th Comm Command Sergeant Major uh, Sergeant Major Sims, all were able to do that for us and uh, be able to come on and talk to us
0: and tell us their stories and shoot the shit. Yeah, and and they were honest about their stories. They were open, and it was nice. Mm-hmm. It was great to hear from from these guys who, you know, in Rob's case, was a peer. Uh, and then he you know he moved up talked to that leader in sergeant Gill I'm, I'm sorry command, sergeant major Gill uh I'm sorry command Sergeant major Gill Jesus <laughs> he's right shit man. right man you're, you're respect. at home I know right <clears throat> he's, I'm gonna get sniped anyway <laughs> uh it's it was nice to, to to talk to them and get their perspective on uh, that whole year and you know pick their brains about things.
1: I think my favorite thing about it, though, is that even though they are at the level that they're at, um, they still sound and talk the same. Identical. You know what I mean? Like, the way they interacted with us, like, the way they would tell their stories. Um, I mean, obviously, as a art as a major at that level, like, you know, how you how you present information is definitely tailored to the audience and who you're talking to and are mm-hmm. talking with and and all that stuff, but the yep. fact that, like, especially with Sergeant Major uh, Apshurst and Sergeant Major Gill, um, being able to just talk to us as, you know, as us, right? As opposed to just putting on the the Sergeant Major hat and and, and talking to us that way. Yeah.
0: Like me, Obviously and, with- Sergeant Gill and I have had conversations, but mm-hmm. they have been different kinds of conversations since we've been out or since I've been out. And he's gone up. And you can tell, like, there's a maturity level. I mean he had it then but it's so much more great now. Um it's a really it was really good to talk to him and Rob, you know. He's a goofy motherfucker uh goofy ass but <laughs> yeah man. It's fucking nice to talk to him. Yeah. I think uh yeah, yeah. to a side note with my profanity. I try to clean it up a little bit but we had one show where uh not one show. Yeah, Star Major Sims Use more mm-hmm. profanity than me.
1: Wow. You know, I was very impressed with us during that show because um, I know that was one of the concerns that I think we had that we had talked about. But like when we first started doing this, you know, it was fuck and motherfucker and mm. shit, and damn and goddamn and everything, everything under the sun. Moist. You know, we were just letting go, we just letting out. Yeah. yeah. And then you know the the idea of having Sergeant Major Sims on, and we're like, oh man never got to be on our p's and q's we can't like we're not gonna like we, we can't cuss this yeah. is the fourth time sorry, major
0: mm-hmm.
1: but then you know i think as the as the show went on like he felt more comfortable in talking and and, and then you're right yeah he he definitely um let some uh, some of his own words fly yep and uh and we didn't so we <laughs> held it together us. we held it together yay right right <laughs> hell yeah I, You know, he, he did say something about how uh, the Bravo company of 126 is now Viper company, and he, and he called them bastards. I hope that they hear that, and I hope they change it back to Bushmaster.
0: Oh, man. I hope that y'all do change it back, man. Change it back. I'm going to put a— Change it back. I'm going to make a—what do you call them? Petitions online. Sign yeah. this to change it back to what it was before. The real yeah, shit. Bravo Viper? just doesn't make any sense. No. It's pissing me off. I want to yeah. punch a baby.
1: Yeah, so whoever whoever uh, that command team is of Bravo Company 126, if you hear this, the force comms, Sergeant Major, uh, this is definitely me paraphrasing and taking some liberties with things that he said. He didn't exactly say this. He didn't exactly say that y'all need to change it back, but um, change it back.
0: Yes, y'all had better change it back. <clears throat> Go down there with these hands, son. Fight <laughs> <bite> the entire <laughs> company. <laughs> really,
1: yeah. just swinging. I mean, I'll go. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. But I'm not. I'm not fighting. Just record it. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll be that guy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I can see the headlines now. Former army soldier and you know LAPD cop mm-hmm. gets yeah, his ass whooped by an entire company of infantrymen
0: in uniform.
1: yeah yeah
0: but yeah no uh back to the subject we can we're really good at like getting off topic for sure i mean but we get right back to topic and the next topic is going to be the next person who was on which was stamp d-o-double g twice
1: three times technically although the third time was all about sabrina Mm -hmm. and and her and her correcting some of the things that uh old stamp dog um had uh,
0: misremembered, we'll say. Yeah, stuff I was a part of. It's funny. It's funny, like uh, you ever see in a movie, uh, someone they call a, a unreliable narrator, where yeah. their memory is just so jacked around. I don't remember Stamper wearing a Hawaiian shirt or having a beard, but I guess Sabrina did. So there you go. I guess that actually existed. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, I don't... Sure. I mean, you know, when we went to go pick her up from the airport. Right. Yeah, yeah. whatever Sabrina says. Yeah, whatever Sabrina says. Well, I'll tell you, I
1: mean, so, you know, a new Stamper from, from Germany, but I, I'd never met her then. So my first time to actually meet Sabrina was, at you know, in Nashville for New Year's. Well, yeah. And, um, yeah, it was crazy, right? Because after, basically, we, we did the show with her. And, like, the first time meeting her, like... <laughs> i don't know if i ever told this but so mike and sabrina they're already there right at the airbnb we got there Mm -hmm. and uh um fred and his wife uh had already you know pulled up and they they had gone to bed because they drove from louisiana to nashville it's a long drive yeah and so i pull up i was the next person to come in and i'm on the phone with them as i'm pulling up i'm trying to find the place i'm trying to find a place to park and they, they both meet me outside. Like, I can't even get my car door open before, like, Mike's there. Like, hey, brother, how's it going? And he's trying to, like, hug me and, like, give me a beer. Mm-hmm. And Sabrina's just standing there, um, short little blonde girl, you know, just all bright-eyed and just excited, you know what I mean? And, and like, our first interaction, that was that, I mean, that was it. And it was really weird. Having never met her before, it was, like, It it was like we were you know just like you know seeing Stamper again you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it was like seeing her again but I'd never seen her before it was really weird back for the first time look at this yeah but like it was uh, it was natural it was it was um, I mean she's definitely part of the family Um, and uh, it actually thanks to Sabrina the Nashville trip happened and thanks to uh, to Sabrina and Mike the Florida trip is happening uh, because these these these
0: have been their ideas. Yeah, heavily on their shoulders about it. Yeah, the text more especially yeah. and emails and, and uh, group messaging, substantial. Yeah, so
1: uh, super excited for all of that stuff, and super thankful for Mike and Sabrina for doing all of that stuff and making sure that like our little military family stays exactly that and continues to be a military family. Mm-hmm. um and that we you know that we keep doing these uh little meetups and conversations and stuff.
0: Yep. They're nice. Very <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Next up we had your friend Rose. Oh, Rose. Yep. Yeah,
1: and uh so she and I talk um occasionally anyway. Um we've talked throughout the years, but uh it was it was actually it was really it was different. It was unique to sit down and talk to her about her, her time in the military because you know even even though she and I dated way back in the day and um you know and I knew a lot of the stuff that she was saying and I knew about some of her experiences on deployment it was it was interesting to sit down with her and uh, have her tell her story in the way that we did and um and that was actually our first our first woman uh, female guest on the show yes she was <clears throat> uh, and I think actually she's the only she's the only female soldier we've had on the show so far that is correct for the for season yeah
0: mm-hmm. holding um, it down for the females all the females on the planet earth uh, I'm yeah, sorry and, military females on the planet <laughs> right
1: well I really wanted to be able to, to have her and that was kind of the motivator there because I mean obviously she wasn't in one two six but she was on that same deployment with us she was under first infantry division in the second brigade um, like we all were and um, I wanted she was the only female that I knew who had deployed in our area of operations during that same time and I wanted her to be able to tell her her story as a as a as a non-combat arms soldier and as a woman in the military I wanted her to be able to tell that story so that you know because I know now um you know females are serving in combat roles in the artillery the infantry tanker world special forces ranger tabs all that stuff into battalions um and so they're out there doing it and kicking ass at it and you know for any young female listeners that we may have i don't know if we have any uh, but um i wanted i wanted them to be able to hear her story and you know and and pick from it some like inspiration uh, to maybe to you know to to, to see or to hear a woman's perspective on combat and uh and I think Rose fucking nailed it. Yeah.
0: It was great. It was awesome. I would love having her on. I love having her daughter on uh, for a brief. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no,
1: I this is super cute, man. Like, uh, so Rose and I were talking not too long ago. Um, and I don't know if she wants me to tell this story, but I'll tell it anyway. But so, um, premier, 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 premier. right. So back in the, when, when we were in Germany, Rose bought a black, um, neon, uh, a Plymouth neon, yeah. Dodge neon. Was a Dodge? I mean, either way,
0: Plymouth or Dodge, same thing, same right? Thing.
1: She had a black neon, and uh, so she drove that car for years, and she ended up getting into a car accident. Whether somebody she, she got T-boned on the passenger side, and Inez just happened to be sitting in the front seat, mm-hmm. and uh, everything, everybody was fine except one of Inez's eyes um, got got her back. One of them or both of them were stuck looking inward. So she was like. Cross cross eyes like she couldn't help it, and so she sent me a video of of uh, of Inez and and so she's so she had just gone through a car accident um, and and her eyes are broken. She's at the hospital right, sitting with the doctor, and she sent me a video, and Inez is just smiling and happy. Um, just I don't know, she's happy to be being recorded or something. It was it was super cute, and um, you know Rose is telling her close your eyes. Um, And open them back up and her eyes would be straight and it would go right back to being crossed. But I don't know. I I can just imagine if I was a little kid in a car accident, my eyes were broken, I would be a little bit more I don't know, terrified, Mm. tears in my eyes, upset, sad, I don't know, freaking out. But she she was just I don't know, all smiles.
0: It was it was it was great, it was cute. Soldier like a mommy. Yeah. Soldier to it. Yeah. Uh, Good on you, little kid. little kid you got it little buddy yeah
1: but it was it was cool to i wonder i wonder if i wonder if uh i'm surely she let inez listen to that show and i wonder if inez was like hey you should to her friends you know in school like you should listen to this podcast
0: like i'm kind of famous because i'm on it (laughs) well you know hopefully she utilized it and you know shared after she yeah. liked and listened and subscribed yes mm. i
1: feel like i've heard those words before somewhere
0: once or twice or 24
1: times <laughs> yeah i was gonna say probably more than that yeah i think at the end of every show you say like listen su- subscribe and share mm-hmm. at least five times before you actually log out yes. and then you yes. put it in the in the uh subscribe uh, descriptions of the shows and yeah. all the posts and everything else but anyway mm-hmm. so after rose we had uh
0: old nate love yeah with love machining also right <laughs> yeah i got it right i didn't say love machines <laughs> right
1: love machining and uh frontier tactical mm-hmm. um yeah and I actually, i got to see him um well right before that actually uh during uh, during griff's wedding Oh, yeah. so we recorded with love the 22nd of november or that's when that show came out and uh and so i saw i saw him like two weeks before we recorded with him nice he looks exactly the same just with a beer right yeah i mean identical like i, I there's no mistaking that that like i i was there so i saw him at the wedding you know and i show up and you know i'm always on time uh, so i show up on time like i always am and i'm wearing my suit and everything there's people there and i'm looking around I'm like where's love where's love and in my head i'm like is he wearing a suit nah probably not i was right um he <laughs> and actually uh his uh griff's wife actually finally posted the photos from the wedding and I, ha- I have a good one that we can share the three of us but uh you know love is in his his is a uh, like brown like work pants cargo pants and a black shirt glasses hat <laughs> beard and i looked and i saw the ball cap and i was like yep that's him that's that's love spot him from a mile away oh yeah oh yeah
0: the wall and everything oh yeah
1: <laughs> yeah well and you know what who, who was it that said that was that's our major sims that said like even in the dark yep you know we can we can tell you know who we're dealing with who, who who's around us just by the way they walk. And uh, no, that's absolutely true. Um, I can even you know, without having seen Mike in last October, in my mind, like prior to seeing him. If you had asked me, if you know, to imagine how he walks, like I, it's like I can, and it's still the same. Same with you.
0: Yeah, yeah, same with you. Everyone's the same, no changes. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking about that trip, man. It's gonna be like seeing celebrities almost to me. You know, I haven't seen yeah. these guys in so long. I'm happy to see them. Like, legitimately happy. It's crazy. Normally, I hate shit. <laughs> right. Yeah, <but> next, <laughs> we had, uh, you know, Sabrina, we talked about that. But uh, after that, we had old Skippy. Old Skippy. Yeah. Tripped up. Yeah. Wesleyan, uh, Warren Wesleyan, our uh, lieutenant, our brand mm. new lieutenant, uh, while we were deployed. Um, mm-hmm. It's really good to talk to him. He's out there farming it up. And where's he at? What state? Washington. Washington. Yeah. Yeah. They're out there. uh um, yeah. You see the the uh, the eggs and everything that they post. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. I like how they had them all laid out, all like like
1: color coordinated. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the one thing that really um, blows my mind about him is you know so when he was our Lieutenant, when he was our PL, you know, you know he's, he's very baby faced, um, shaved. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just super young and just very, I don't know, put together maybe, but you see him now, you know, his, 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 you know, generally he has like kind of some scraggly facial hair still looks young as shit, yeah. but you know, he looks like, you know, this outdoorsman and he is, right. He is, he is an outdoorsman. But like he just, you know, he he doesn't look the same, but he still looks exactly the same.
0: Yep, it's the eyes. Crazy, it's the eyes. Could be. Mm-hmm. That's what I think on mm-hmm. with with him. It's just uh, it, with everyone, really. It's the it's the eyes. I mean, everyone's gonna have a beard or whatever the hell, some scraggly shit going on. I got some scraggly shit going on, but the eyes on people, you can't forget that. Yeah, that's how I, that's how I remember him. That's yeah. I stare him in the eyes like a psychopath.
1: <laughs> right. yeah. But it was it was definitely cool to talk to him about, you know, his perspective because he was the, you know, platoon officer. <clears throat> so getting the officer side of things mm. and you know and and hearing that perspective about, you know, the behind the scenes that we didn't even know about. Because um, was it not him that was it wasn't that Wesling that told us about
0: our our involvement with the the Navy? Yeah. He uh filled us in on that little bit of uh detail that I really didn't know. Right. Um did
1: we actually mention what that was?
0: Did we say that out loud on the show? Uh I think so. I think we did. You want to no. you talked about, well, talk about it now. Yeah. And, well, action.
1: Hmm. I know what well, it, it, it initially came up in the group chat. I think it was Carmen uh, that had mentioned it. And uh and if I'm not mistaken, it was it was Wesley that more or less confirmed it. Um, but while we were there, um, uh, a, a Navy SEAL team uh, sniper team was working in our area, and we were running security for them. Most of us had no idea. Um, and if you look at like what SEAL teams were operating in that area at that time, the likelihood there's a pretty good chance that it was the most famous Navy SEAL sniper. Uh, um, the deadliest sniper in U.S. military history, uh, the devil of Ramadi, the legend, uh, Chris Kyle. And I think that's really fucking neat. I mean, obviously, like, we can't absolutely 100% confirm it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, uh, you know, if it isn't, you know, cool, right? If it wasn't him, then that's fine. But um, if it was him, I mean, how fucking cool was that, man? I mean, that's fucking rad. Brushing shoulders with the great ones, right? I don't know that our soldiers touched, but actually, uh, so, so, so Mata, like when we talked to him, you know, he was, he was one of our uh, snipers, right? Yes. And he was selected to go work with the, uh, the seals, the snipers and run missions with them. Nice. And I was talking to him when I ran into him down in San Antonio and he was like, I'm pretty sure the guy's name was Chris, but I don't remember. He's hmm. like, just this big white guy. And I showed him, a, I showed him a picture of Chris Connor. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's him. Wow. Crazy. Funny. But yeah. Um, after uh, old Skippy. Man. Wait, have- wait, wait, hang on. Why, why do y'all call him Skippy?
0: But why did you call him Skippy? I call him, call him Skippy because I call
1: him Skippy. You call him Skippy. You, him, you, him Skippy. I, you know, that's why I call him. I call him Trip Dub.
0: You, well, I get that tripped up, but I don't know where they got skipped from. But it just, that's what I heard, and that's what kind of stuck. Was it, I wonder if it was the King that came up with that nickname? Probably somebody was. Obviously somebody, but like, I wonder who it was. Sounds like
1: a King thing to do. Yeah, it does. <laughs> kind of excited to see him. Um, I say kind of. I'm definitely excited to see King. Yeah. Um, he was one he's of been roommates. putting a lot, of, a lot of work on this reunion thing, too. Yeah. T shirts and, uh, dj
0: who <laughs> yeah you got a whole a whole ass design yeah that he, that he had made like he was um, he was ready this was his time to shine
1: yeah right <laughs> oh yeah man like it you know sabrina came up with the idea started the group chat for it invited king to it fuck man king was like oh, shit let me just get my hands in there mm-hmm. big text right just throwing his mix and you know his, his his words in there whatever and uh and definitely making it a lot bigger than it originally was going to be. So definitely excited to see uh what King brings to the table well for for this whole thing. Expectations are really high. So King, if you're listening to this and it's and in, in, in uh, and you and you and you fuck it up, I'm gonna be let down a lot. Don't
0: fuck it up. Don't fuck it up, King. Yeah. This is the first one that's big and it could be the the spark for many more. But if you <laughs> fuck it up, King <sighs> God, yeah you're out of the platoon You're out you gotta You're not go. a roughneck anymore You gotta go Yep He's out of here Turning your badge and your gun Yeah He's not just out of the club Like he's he's gotta go Like Yeah Like right, Out of the country Bust a cap at his ass No He's out of here Next up we had peeps man uh, It was so fun Talking to peeps but the audio was funky on that one, and you can tell from the way I was talking during that episode, it was pissing me off, and I think I kind of abruptly ended it a little bit. This is one of our shortest shows with a with a guest. It is our shortest shortest show with a guest. Is it? Yes, it is. We gotta to talk to peeps again um, on the next season where we have everything clean because. Man, I was really, really annoyed with that show. The again, it's the anchor anchor crap that we were using.
1: Yeah, and uh, <laughs> when well, I think it was around that time that we started looking into using uh, Zoom. No, it was right after Sir Richard Gill. Yes. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when we recorded with uh, Will Adig, uh, I think maybe it was around his show. I really don't remember, but. <laughs> It was cool. I mean, it was cool t- talking to people too, man Like, it's like, I mean, that was the first time I I, I had spoken with him um, since leaving Germany. Mm-hmm. Dude sounds exactly the same. His speech patterns are the same as yeah. I remember. Um, and I, but all that aside, I think like the coolest thing is 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 how well he's doing. Like he he doesn't he doesn't have a job because he's doing what he loves to do and makes money, mm-hmm. and that's fucking amazing. Yeah. He runs, he, he's, uh, explain what he does. All well, right, he runs a, a fishing charter down yeah. there in uh, Navarre, Florida. Mm-hmm. So if you were ever in that area and you want somebody to take you out for some deep sea fishing, he's your man. Yeah. What he called? call the, what's the, what's the, is it called uh mother fucker, Is it called one shot? One shot charter. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, and he's actually, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think they they booked him for a day to take us to take some of us out.
0: Yeah, we're gonna be out there on the on the on the seas, out the high there seas, trying to catch fish. I'm not gonna try to catch shit. I'm just gonna <laughs> chill out on the side, man. Take pictures. Yeah, that shit's I don't crazy. even know. I don't have the strength. I, go I don't know if I'm gonna him out. Bow. Do it at all because
1: I don't want to be. I don't wanna die in water. Oh.
0: Come with us and die together.
1: Mm, nah, I'll mourn
0: you. Oh, okay. See now you get making me scared. This <laughs> is recorded. It's gonna be like, remember if we had that show way back in the remember those dudes? Yeah. They yeah, had yeah. that show way back then and he said they're all gonna fucking drown on a boat. And then they did. Mm-hmm. It's like an episode of The Simpsons man a predicting the future.
1: Are you, uh, would you say would you go so far as to say that your timbers are shivered? <laughs> they are always shivered. <laughs> should bust out the pirate terms? Now that's the thing. If I, if I go out on the boat, man, I'm definitely
0: dressing up as a pirate. Well, Fuck. come on, Jack Sparrow, get it together. Come on down. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> mm, we'll see. We'll see. Now, if if he promises, if he promises to take us to like. I don't know, treasure hunt on an <laughs> island or something. Surely he knows of an island out there. He's got some treasure.
0: Surely. Surely. He's 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 hoarding it for himself. We want to know where the treasure is, peeps. Stop bullshitting. Take us where the treasure. X is. Yeah. The X on the map, not the
1: drugs or the last person you dated. We don't want that. No, not really.
0: No, just an X on the map. Mm -hmm. the one that marks the spot exclusively we'll we'll split it we won't tell anybody a few different ways in a few different percentages yeah we'll iron that out we'll figure it out later not right now but later we'll talk definitely not on the
1: show we wouldn't do that on the show it's dumb no that's what if we change our minds later
0: that's silly yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) next up we had uh will edig yeah um doing big things um in the government for the veteran community uh glad to see that glad to to know that we have an actual veteran you know fighting for veterans rights um
0: lobbying for 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 better care for veterans Um, unions too you know yeah yeah and he got together that whole uh O.I.F. Uh, memorial. Mm-hmm. I think he's like one of the people who like helped write that shit. Got his old John Hancock right there. Yep. Gotta, gotta salute that. And he's, I- he's Irish on top of that. He's from Ireland. No, not Ireland. He's from I- Irish. The countries. country that is Ireland. What <sighs> <laughs> the...
1: <laughs> i don't know man are you sure you didn't fucking hit your bong before this one started
0: oh no i did i did okay i, <laughs> I use my puffco peak it is awesome
1: <laughs> oh my god <clears throat> we need to be sponsored by all these things we're mentioning in the Dude, show all these brands pla-
0: we plug so much shit this episode we really i mean we do we
1: Jeep. you're right we have Jeep. um <clears throat> I mean, throughout the season, we kind of have, right? I mean, obviously, we had a running ad for Anchor itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when you got the Roadcaster, you were
0: like on here sucking Roadcaster off, like Jesus, straight up. No, take it easy. I mean, you were. Speaking of which, advertisements that stuck around for a minute, for like a really short minute, uh, we want to thank Jessica Jennings for uh, helping us out with that. That's the woman that you hear on the. <laughs> Epis, the uh, advertisement for Anchor. Yeah. So,
1: Jessica, um, that's my uh, my best friend. We go way back 25, 25 years now, 25, something like that, 25, 26 years. Best friends. Um, all the way back to junior high. We first met in seventh grade. Um. They both had the hey. same haircut. <laughs> you know, my, my haircut definitely was the penis-looking bowl cut. I know. You both Thanks. had the same haircut. Thanks, parents. Now she had long hair and bangs. She looked stupid. <laughs> um Jesus, cut her down. I mean, I can. I'm allowed to. Mm. Um now I will say though, uh when I when I came home, like Jessica's always been a, a big supporter of things in my life, um and and helping me and, and becoming better or getting getting better or whatever. So when it came to me dealing with the things that I was dealing with and processing a lot, like Jessica was there, um, through all of it, she and my other friend, Steven, um, they were there through all of it and kind of, um, they definitely saw all the bad that came from it. Like all the really, really bad times, like the lowest of the lows for me and somehow still managed to keep them as friends. So can't thank them enough. Um, and so, uh, yeah, there's that. But anyway incredible. she did her ad they're awesome they're the first fantastic. one that sounded like she was in a can um <clears> throat> is throat> what happens <throat> when you make an external recording and you upload it into anchor yes um a digital file that is sent from one phone to another phone and then uploaded in anchor i should say
0: that's on us i guess but uh, yeah i think the next one sounded a lot better
1: i like how y'all did it um <clears throat> Because, you know, Jessica was talking about having a, a whole script for the for the for the ad and and uh, and like following the script and, and doing that. But the way you all did, it was more organic, I think.
0: Yeah. It was um, all and I'm the improv king, baby. I can I can improv anything. You can't. But yes, I um, can. no, you can't. Well, I did. I did, didn't I? OK. Improv me something right now. I just did. Continue with the conversation before I get pissed off and goddamn and scene. See improv. (laughs) No, none of that was believable. All right. Well, yeah, can't put me on the spot.
1: No, but I liked it though, because it was, it was, it was organic and it was, um, it was off the cuff and it was, it was unique, man. Like you don't hear ads like that, you know? So it was cool. Mm -hmm. It was fun. Definitely in the future when we get real sponsors, Side note: If you want to sponsor the show, um, hit us up. Um, When we get real sponsors, we would like to do very similar things. Yes. Um, So we we do have people in mind that um, I am planning on hitting up uh,
0: for future sponsorship on the show. Excellent. See, hear that? Things are working. Gears are turning. Shows are
1: yeah. So Tyree and I have had tons of conversation um, about the show uh, and what we want to do with it and how we want to continue on with it and, and where we want to take it and how we want to scale it. And so we're working on season two. We already have a new logo that we're going to uh, incorporate. Beautiful. Um, do you like that one? Is it good? You think I you like it. Add anything? I like it a lot.
0: The, I mean, uh, you know, besides what we talked about adding, um, it's good. What are we talking about? Oh, for like, as we progress through the seasons? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, well, good. So we have a new logo. Um, thinking about maybe printing it on things and, you know, being able to, to push those out uh, as, a, as a means of, you know, support and advertisement and whatever else. And then, and uh, so that's cool. We have that going. Um, we, all, we also have... Uh, some guests lined up lined up for next season, some pretty cool people. Um, one that I actually really am excited about um, is uh, uh, former Special Forces uh, SWAT uh, owns his own business now, uh, he and his wife. And uh, so super excited to be able to sit down and talk with them. Um, and so, like I said, we were, we're, de- we're definitely making plans for the next season and uh, and beyond. So mm-hmm. we, we want to be able to scale this and make it as big and as gloryful
0: as possible. Yeah. Bigger and better things, right? Onward and upward. You know what would be yeah. cool? What I just thought about? Our logo, the one that you created, could be an excellent coin. And I'm always begging for coins, and I didn't get a <clears throat> damn one. <laughs> not just not, not, a, not a goddamn one. Nope. I'm gonna make some before I forget coins, and they're gonna go out to the people who are the, on the first show, and then that's just gonna be worth money when we're enormous. And then we're and that would be kind of cool, right?
1: Yeah, it's an excellent. Actually, idea. on the coin itself, we could stamp on the inside portion uh to the left and right of the thing that's in the center we could stamp like an s on one side and a one on the other side mm-hmm. to signify season season well season two i guess we would put or yeah that would be kind of cool
0: Hell oh, yeah. yeah i would if somebody was to give me something like that after you know spilling your guts on our show i, I would be extremely appreciative yeah that'd be yeah for sure i cherish it for, for forever Right, those coins you can get them to where they're uh they're numbered. Oh yeah, that's it. We could have like uh you know have a batch made and then that's it. No more ever ever.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I'm saying like we could do season two coins. Uh, We should probably start with season one coins, obviously, uh, and hand them out to those people that's been on the show, but um you know retroactively. But then you know so like figure out how however many we need for that season have that many stamped and then and then you know do the same for season two mm-hmm. so and you know what we could do with that is um not only just hand them out or give them to the folks that come on the show but like you know we could do a thing where we um are hardcore listeners then there's a few um our hardcore listeners uh we could uh we could give them one yeah. For being super supportive.
0: Yeah, there's a handful of you guys. And you know what? On that particular note, we're going to take a quick break and uh, come back in a second because we have time limits. The is open. I had to put up
1: These are different
0: lives being lived at the same time. Hey, we're back with the uh, the last little bit of the show that we're going to do for uh, this uh, recap, right? Probably
1: word. There's really no telling it's gonna be the last one because like we like I said, we tend to
0: ramble. Mm-hmm. We do. But we uh I don't know. I'm gonna try to get my ramblings together and uh, not ramble so much. So on the next uh, our next guest was uh Mr. Christopher Walker. Man, that was an extra special one, wasn't it? Oh man, I think that was probably the most powerful uh, Guest uh, that we've had. Period. It's gonna yeah. take a lot to top that, too. I mean, numbers wise, even. <clears throat> Love that dude. Well, I mean,
1: well, not just even, not even that, but like, you know, he Walker has been kind of quiet about his experiences. Mm-hmm. He's been off grid uh, with most of us for a very long time. So uh, for him to agree to come on the show and to spend the time to talk to us for the length of time that we did and for him to tell us all the things that we talked about, I mean, it's just, can't thank that guy enough, man. Yeah. And he's
0: coming to Florida. So fucking excited about that too. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Him and Sierra. She was also uh, Sierra. I'm sorry, Sierra Walker uh, Walker's wife was also on our show, folks, if you didn't know. And, uh, she filled us in on a lot of stuff. It was really uh, nice to talk to another wife on the show, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I think that's something that we should definitely continue on doing in the
1: future because, you know, especially if, if, if the spouse was around during, you know, most of their service or during part of the service or whatever, um, I don't know man I think I think telling their story is just as important um for you know context I guess or just the behind the scenes stuff right like the things that like you know we're not noticing going on with ourselves but like they're noticing because that's you know their role or whatever mm-hmm. they know you and, better than uh, anybody else yeah right and you know for for any 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 young you know, military couples out there listening, you know, it's an opportunity to see the type of growth needed in a relationship to, to, to survive this type of lifestyle. So
0: I don't know. It's, uh, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. She laid it down for us, man. It was, uh, it was uh, it was an eye opener for me. Like, uh, get my shit together, you know, get it, get your shit together, man. Yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm giving it a shot. With both both guns, both finger guns. So we didn't have Griffon again, did we?
1: No, no. So that was after we so that one was when we um you had redone one of his episodes and pushed it out. Okay. All right. And kind of try to clean up the audio a bit. That was around the time I think you got that
0: roadcaster. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Uh, super excited about ex- doing all things it. Man. It's like Christmas. The next guest <clears throat> we have on is Joe Mata. Oh yeah. And uh he filled us on in on some crazy uh situations, man. Well he had <clears throat> he had uh,
1: a unique vantage point during that deployment as one of the snipers. Mm-hmm. And he was there for the the car bomb at what would become patrol base Razor. And I'll tell you, dude, like, when he told that story to us on the recording, like, I had actual chills all over. Yeah. When I met with him in San Antonio, and we talked more about it, still had fucking chills.
0: Like, it was insane. You know what I mean? It was crazy. Listening uh, uh, and editing that, you know, when you're editing shit, you have to listen to it a lot. Uh, yeah. That was one of the ones where I didn't really mind it. It was listening to him talk and explaining things. He was in the heaviest, funkiest shit constantly. If you really think about it, uh, right. That's one of the more that's the heaviest shit you can possibly be in is, is that situation that happened. That the, uh, um, that compound. Yeah, I really do feel for him because you know he really did go into some stuff. Uh, that we couldn't even, I wish we could have had more time. I would like to have him back on um, to, so he can give us an update on his life. Um, not like talking to us change his life, but he did mention that he wanted to do some things and I want to see if he's doing them. Yeah. Um, his project.
1: Um, yep. I need to need to message him and uh, encourage him to, you know, to keep, to keep pushing to do that. Yeah. Um, I think he's
0: planning on coming down to Florida, too. Okay. So, Big ass for you. Um, You're just going to be all over the place. <clears throat> Y'all better have your shots and all that kind of stuff, or I don't want to talk to you.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Um,
1: <clears throat> no, yeah, he's supposed to come down. I think he's planning on using that portion of it. I'm really, I'm really hoping that he he turns it into – a you know like a weekly vlog or a monthly thing that he can like a post a an edited video or something you know mm-hmm. of of his journeys everywhere, um. Because if if if, if, at the, if at the very least you know if because I think his plan was to make the whole thing put it together, pitch it to Netflix or somebody like that. Yeah. Um, but I think at the very least you know being able to push that out on a weekly or monthly basis on uh, like on YouTube or something um would be just as cool. Um and yeah,
0: I mean and and everybody everybody has YouTube. You know yeah. what I mean? And you know what? It gets back to the point that we had before with with podcasts, you know, step one is start. Yeah. And yeah. How hopefully you're starting, man. We're gonna check in. Check in yeah, I, on you. And I'll tell you what man, like so probably had
1: a handful of run-ins with Mata when we were in Germany, but meeting him in San Antonio, we met at the long Tab brewery there in uh, Northwest San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was crazy. Like walked in, there's a handful of people in there, saw the dude. And I was like, yeah, that's him. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and, you know, after, in my mind, I was like, you know, like, uh, I mean, like, what are, what are we really going to talk about? Like, or you know, will will this conversation even carry? Right? Because it's one of those things. Like, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that like we were, you know, hangout friends back then, yeah. and uh, but dude, it was it was just like I mean, just like meeting Sabrina, it was just like meeting somebody else in the family, and um, there was like it was just natural conversation to flowed the entire night, and actually by the end of that night, by the time we left Long Tab Brewery. Um, there wasn't a single person in that place that wasn't involved in the entire conversation. Like everybody was a part of the conversation. I mean, everybody that was in there was either currently in the military or, um, you know, out of the military, but had served. <clears throat> um, so if you find yourself in San Antonio and you want a cool place to go to long brewery, which we will get into, um, we have an episode coming up about all that, don't we? Yes,
0: we do. Yes, we do. And I'm not going to tell them on. nothing else about it. Let them oh, uh, listen. Oh, we don't want to tell them what the episode's about. Oh, I'm a, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> well, I was just going to say, like, we have an episode that we're going to do. Um, we're we're basically just going to promote, you know, all these uh, veteran-owned businesses. Um, we want to be able to put them out there. Um, you know, veterans helping veterans, right? Support. We want to. We want to blast your business on our podcast and uh and uh and do our part in helping you out yep so with that being said when you hear this um if you know someone or are someone who is a veteran-owned business and you want us to shout you or them out hit us up
0: yes we will do that we are uh, going to make good on our promises to promote veteran businesses, man. That's uh, the core for for everything. We want to see veterans succeed. And uh, the best way you can do it is if you support veteran-owned businesses, and that's what we want to do. And we want to present that to you guys, the listener. Here, look at that. Look at this. Enjoy yeah. it.
1: You know, I've always said... um you know, when it comes to, you know, Memorial weekend or, uh, Veterans Day, November 11th, you know, the vast majority of people that are thanking other people for their service are people who are military were military or a, a family member of somebody who is currently in, or is a veteran, mm-hmm. which, you know, with the way of, you know, People's connections work and all that stuff. That that that's a lot of people, but very rarely are you seeing people who have zero connections to the military thanking veterans um, for their service. And not, and I'm not saying that like we should be thanked for our service. I mean, it's nice to hear. I still don't know what to say to it. Um, I just kind of smile awkwardly and nod, and I don't know what to do with my hands. And you know, and they see that I'm being awkward, and they just carry on. I just look at them and say yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did it for you. Um, yeah, yes. But with that being said, you know it's 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 the best example of of veterans supporting veterans. You know, what I'm saying like if if I meet a veteran who, you know, served in Vietnam or Korea, I always make an effort to to shake their hand and tell them thank you for their service because if it wasn't for those men or women, I might not be able to do what I do today. So super thankful those people Mm -hmm. and so i go out of my way to do that and i'll tell you what like talking to these uh these older veterans these old guys man they light up over that shit dude they get excited about it um yeah they just get oh let me tell you the story of the time and they just 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 unload all their stories and you know you just want to listen to it because they're talking about a time in combat when Shit, man! I couldn't. I could not imagine doing some of the things that these people did. Um So, it's uh, it's nice to be able to sit down and talk with these people and let them tell their story, which is kind of what we're doing with this podcast. So,
0: those boards, uh-huh. I bet you they have some stories that will fucking blow your booty off your back, man. Be crazy as yeah. hell. The real yeah,
1: stuff, man. dude. I would. I would absolutely love to be able to bring some of those people on um you know what i think is a good idea is uh, i might hit up the vfw in the area and just take the microphone and
0: sit down and record with some of these guys just shove the mics in their face yeah like, tell me tell me your war stories All right i'm with before i forget oh <laughs> get the fuck out of here microphone to the jaw <laughs>
1: No, I think it would be cool though, man. You know what I mean? Like uh give these give, give these guys a chance to tell their stories, you know, yeah, in yeah. a way that they'd never been able to. Mhm.
0: I would listen. I would I would have so many questions. We would have yeah. we would get in some good shit. So, let's continue on because we're going to finish up here in a bit. Um our biggest guest uh and I gave him the worst possible introduction because <laughs> I was so nervous just talking to him, uh was Command Sergeant Major, goddamn Todd Sims. It, it was excellent talking to him personally. Uh I mm-hmm. wish we didn't have that restraint that, you know, certain things we can't talk about because at that time, this whole Ukraine thing was getting spicy. I'm sure he would have some opinions about that that I would love to hear. Uh, but we can't, Can't we couldn't get into that with him uh, because... Uh, and not that we really even
1: wanted to. I mean, I think the only thing that we, you know, I think the only thing that we really kind of, the one thing that I asked in the beginning is, you know, like, well, I mean, we just, you know, he he made it clear that we, you know we sh- we shouldn't talk about those things, and the, yeah, I get it, you know, because it is a it is a volatile moment, mm-hmm. um, in world history, and um, and uh, you know, if the sergeant major has uh, words for the troops, then he will put those words out. Uh, he doesn't need us to do it. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, we definitely respected that, and uh, I'll tell you what was really cool about that because i i I think we were both nervous going into that because of him and his position and and everything else but i think uh as the conversation went on like it wasn't just you know us talking with the force comms sergeant major it was us talking with the man himself just todd sims Mm -hmm. and um And that was really cool. Like being able to talk to our old first sergeant um, about, you know, his role over there and, and what we were doing like that, man, just, I don't know. It just, it seemed, it it was authentic to me. It was very real. Yes.
0: And I really appreciated that. Um, And and the the folks that he worked with to help uh, get on our show. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: But I mean, I just, it's, it's, you know, um, what I mean is like, it was just talking to another person. And I want people to, uh, that are currently in the military to understand that, like these people all the way up the chain, like they are just people. And especially when you, when you talk about somebody like him, like he was an infantryman first in the Marine Corps. He was an infantryman in the army. You know, he started at the bottom and now he's here. Mortar man, man. a song and went on up to the top. Yeah. So I don't know, man, it's just, it's, just, it's cool to, to humanize people right because we look at these positions and we think oh man like oh this person's coming through i i you know like (laughs) we would have the layouts at the company you Mm -hmm. know and then the brigade the brigade sergeant majors coming through to check our shit and like everybody said be on their p's and q's and don't be fucked up and that was one of my favorite stories that walker told you know with his with his uh with his uh the german pictures in his wall walker yeah You know, and you know, you talk about the difference between a brigade command sergeant major and the force comm command sergeant major is a lot. Yeah. And he's just a human who cares about his soldiers
0: and cares about his job and cares about his country and can't get any better than that. Yeah. Took the time out of his uh, extremely busy schedule to talk to us about. So very busy. About whatever. And that's basically what that conversation was. And it was great. And I could not uh, thank him enough for that. Yeah. So, after him, we had my wife, I think. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sylvia Brown was on the show. Um, She is a marriage and family therapist. And she uh, works um, a pretty heavy job that she has. She was extremely nervous to come on. (laughs) Uh, But, you know... I mean, you don't know, but she's like a like a diva a little bit. So I had to set her up in the room cuz I have another Yeti microphone. I took it in there, had it set up, and it didn't work. I thought you I was said it sitting, worked in the uh in the in the when you were testing it though, right? Yeah, it worked when I was testing it, but I don't know what happened when we started the call. Hmm. And, you know, once we get going, I didn't want to bog that all down, so, you know, r- you run what you brung. So we threw on those wired headphones and got to work. She did a good job. I think it was extremely informative. Um, I'm going, I want to have her on with just me, me and her chatting, um, mm-hmm. about, uh, marriage with a veteran that has uh, PTSD and depression and all that kind of shit. Um, I'm sure she can tell us a lot about me that I would never let you guys know about. Um not in a bad way, but I think it's a good thing to let that kind of shit out. And uh hopefully people can relate and it'll help somebody. Uh, I was yeah. at first initially I was dreading cuz I'm like, man, I don't know what my wife is going to say on here. <laughs> She's gonna bring All up kinda, some uh, crazy kind of dirt. She's gonna air. Yeah, and like no, don't don't say anything too mm-hmm. bad. But she did a great job, and um, yeah, I, I was uh, impressed having her on. She knew her shit. Yeah, and uh, I mean, and you can definitely tell, like as the
1: as the show went on, like she it became less of I'm recording a podcast and more of
0: I'm just having a conversation. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was it was fun. Thanks, still. So. It was yes, fun. thank you so. um And that's one
1: thing that I kind of want to point out too is that so we're we're ranked right now, aren't we? Yes, As a podcast.
0: Yes, we, we are. are. I can actually uh, I'll look that up right now, and I always look it up from time to time because it's very important to me to know where we are on the show. The last time we looked at it, now this is uh, out of the top thirty-five
1: veteran podcasts. The last time we looked at it, we were ranked number ten. Yeah, we came out as number ten and then we dropped to eleven mm-hmm. and then we we're back to number ten. We
0: haven't looked at it in a while, but I as, think so as of uh March the seventeenth, we are number eleven. It's holding strong. Shit. Hey man, it's better than dropping more. We've been sure. at eleven for quite a bit. We haven't seen twelve. We haven't. Let's not. Nah. Um but
1: I, so I, I made it a point to listen to a couple of the podcasts that were beating beating us out, and uh, one thing that I liked about how we do things compared to how they do things is that some of those shows are they are conversations with somebody who had served, but then they are edited afterwards mm-hmm. in post production and then narrated over, whereas. What you get, what you hear when we do our show is the conversation, <laughs> you know, and we've had people message us and say that it's like they're in the room with us
0: as we're having this conversation. And that's what we want. Yeah. We want it to feel as natural and as organic as possible. That was the idea, and, uh, man. Like we're sitting here having a beer, R which I am doing actually in some cases having a bong hit, <laughs> which I'm not doing. I am not right yeah. now though, but Hey. Um, yeah, it, Yeah. it's a big thing, man. Uh, that's what I really wanted the show to be was something like was just, uh, two buddies sitting here talking, chatting with their friends. Well, you know,
1: and when, when you listen to shows that are, um, chopped up in like post-production and then, and then narrated over, it makes me wonder, like, you know, are the questions that the narrator is saying or what there is, what the narrator saying truly what was asked during the original interview. And then is the answer you're hearing the whole answer? Yeah. You know mm. what's lost in all of that, because even, even, even some of that is just great material. So if you ask somebody a question and they have a long winded answer on our show, you're going to hear that whole long winded answer. On some of these other shows, it might just be chopped down to the, to the the actual answer you know Mm -hmm. not the story or the context or the whatever else attached to the answer
0: yeah so you hear when you're listening to us you hear exactly what's happening there's no yeah yeah, we edit just to edit for time sometimes and the only thing i'm really cutting out is is gaps where there's silence mm -hmm. um some ums and us that run a little long or some shit like that, but <laughs> you guys are hearing exactly what's happening from from start to finish. Yeah, and I think that means a lot to the people who come on. They they should be able to trust that we wouldn't uh, manipulate our stuff in a way that would benefit us. We wouldn't do that. Right. We we're straight yeah. up with that uh, with everyone. And absolutely, uh, yeah. Stand, I think- we stand by our product. Damn it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other thing about this doing a show is how hyper aware you become of your ums and your os. And in my case, like, I clear my throat a lot. I did not realize that, but I clear my throat a lot. Like, I feel like I need to do it now. Um, and, uh, and my breathing, like, I, I, apparently I'm a very loud breather. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's annoying. <clears throat> See? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> very hyper aware of it now matter of fact um since you and i talked about it the other day um like i've been like super aware of it just in general but like doing it just in doing this recording like i i try to make myself turn away from the mic when i need to clear my throat or um try not to breathe into the mic but i think i'm failing at that very much so
0: well um i think it had well i i have a mute button here that i use um, And I kind of talk at my microphone at a 90 degree angle. Um, yeah. But my microphone is really good. It picks up things really awesome. Like this is me moving to the front of the microphone. It might sound even better right now to folks. It might be too loud. But um, I don't know. It's uh, We, we just have to trash it and see how it works. And if it yeah. don't work good, don't do it no more. Don't do it no more. Yeah, no. I mean, I have the gain
1: turned all the way down, and this mic still picks up a lot of things. But and apparently, I also talk really fast. So,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: you do. Yeah, <laughs> and I even told myself that I was going to slow it down, but I just don't think I can.
0: Ah, well, yeah. Well, with, with with time, we'll we'll figure out the the kinks and we're shits out. So, well, I mean, imagine me. Hang on now. Imagine me talking slow and
1: trying to get my thoughts out and say what I need to say um, at this speed while my brain is like going this fuck fast. It doesn't make any fucking sense, man. I <laughs> well, can't my
0: brain down. I, people might not like the way I talk to folks, um, but I take <laughs> long pauses. I stop and kind of try to think about what I'm saying sometimes. If I blurt stuff out, it just comes out like fucking Scrabble. But if I stop and think about what I'm saying and slow down a little bit, It sounds better, and I think I can interview a bit better and keep up with conversations and all that kind of shit. It's just what we're all learning. I think shit by the middle of next season we'll be like fucking Regis and Kathy Lee up in this bitch. Which one is Kathy Lee? Me, yeah, these legs, these legs. So, hey, uh, our next episode is going to be. Uh, Let's not talk about that. No, we're going to keep it no, to ourselves. Because failed on all accounts. <clears throat> OK, we'll we'll. Uh, we'll talk about that when we actually air it. Um, thank you. Uh, what do you got? You got anything else, Kevin? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, this was a good show. I have fun. It was a fun yeah. show. We do a lot of heavy shit, and uh, to have fun and laugh and joke, yeah. Well, fun. and that was something that we talked about
1: um, early on too. Was that we were noticing that with the shows that where we recorded with somebody else, that the shows would tend to be a little heavier, mm-hmm. and then the ones that we did with just us would be a, you know a more lighthearted or whatever. And um, and that that was something that we said that we would do to kind of break up the monotony of you know the, all the heavy shit. Yeah, and uh, and uh, so I think we should probably definitely keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it also depends on how next season goes um,
0: with the, the different guests that we'll, we'll be able to have on. Um, yeah. I mean, the conversation think- goes where it goes, right? yeah oh yeah man like when we're, we're like
1: yeah when it's just us like when we don't so generally whenever we we record our shows we don't really have much of an agenda this one is the only one in fact where we did have something that we wanted to talk about we wanted to recap um the season but other than that like we didn't really have much direction um it was just
0: hit the record button and dive in see where it takes us yeah and i love that to be honest I, I hope we continue to do things like that. I don't I don't like planning. Well, certain people, of course, we have to plan so our majors and all that kind of stuff. But when it's just friends that want to have conversations with us, I like the fact that, you know, we're going to ask those same questions, but those same questions are going to give us vastly different answers from everyone. But it's always going to come back to those same core questions, you know. Yeah. Okay. And it's beautiful. I love it. You know, uh-huh. I can talk to peeps about one thing, and and Mod is going to tell me what he was doing during that, and uh, L- Griff is going to tell me exactly what he was doing during that because I was in the back of his track or something. No, yeah, I was in the back of his track, so <coughs> I have a two different perspectives of that. Um, we talked to Love, who was in a different track on a different side of the battlefield, watching that stuff. Tell me about that, Love. Let me know about what was going on over there. What were you thinking when you were dealing with that? We have peeps, um, you know, he was a driver at one point. Now he was a – we left the military as a sniper, I believe. You know, tell me a little bit about how that went when uh, you were deployed. We can ask those questions, and I'm going to get different answers from everybody, and it's going to paint the picture that puts everything together. And that put together season one. You know, I think
1: season two and beyond – I think we're gonna have a new set of challenges though, because with this season we knew who we wanted to talk to and we we knew for the most part that we could, you know, convince most of our guys to come on the show and do do recordings. Mm-hmm. But now we have to reach out to people that we don't know and ask if they will take time out of their day to come on and tell us their story. And I think with that is gonna bring a whole other set of challenges.
0: Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> we'll know, be good. We'll do it. Don't worry about. Yeah, it. we'll figure it out. Y'all hear it?
1: Yeah, it's still gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Did, uh, did you? Did you want to talk about when? When season two is supposed to kick off? Um,
0: I suppose we should. Yeah. Do we have an official? I mean, did, I don't know if we settled on an official date yet. sometime uh, May
1: sometime in May 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 I think it was yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh yeah I think the first episode I think
0: we were planning May 2nd yes so that gives us some time to get everything together gives us uh you guys time to listen to all of our shows and repeat um yeah gives uh, you plenty of time to like listen share and subscribe yeah and share exclamation point mark um you know how many hours we've done? No, I don't. I need to sit down and really add it up. It's quite a bit. We have tons of of goals What's your guess? We're sitting on. Oh no, we're um, uh, we're well past hundred hours worth of uh, you think audio? Yeah, easy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, all together the stuff mm-hmm. that everyone hasn't heard also. So yeah. I'm kind of counting everything, but. Um, maybe on our next show, I'll give you guys a number of, uh, the exact time that we have done, um, while sitting down and talking to all of our friends. If you ever go and scan on the, uh, Kevin, if you ever go and look on, um, our anchor page, there's a bank that has all of our recordings. You can scroll through every single one of them. And I'm like, man, that's so cool that you know, we have that. Very awesome. Yeah. Well I'm I mean not I can get see emotional I'm not it. gonna get emotional. I'm gonna hold my shit together, but yeah man. That's sweet. It's bitching.
1: It's kinda it is crazy to think that our top episode right now is what do you mean we're going to war, which was our first episode with Griff. well
0: mm. oh, that's just on there. Our top episode on um Apple iTunes is uh, a different one and it has almost a thousand plays.
1: Yeah. Which is also really neat. So I think what are we at right now? Like total plays, all episodes, what, 18,000? Just about. And that's, is that just on Apple Podcasts or is that across the board? Across the board. Yeah. That's insane that some people, I mean, I don't know what, how to divide that out, but like that many people have wanted to listen to our things because no, no way in hell going into this is we think that people were actually going to want to sit down and listen to us fucking ramble about, you know, what we did and all that. But apparently, um, people wanted to hear people like listening to us talk. They wanted to hear that story and, uh, we we're, we're, we're glad to do it. <laughs> yeah, Glad to not shut up
0: we'll keep rambling if you'll keep listening no no not really that's a bad thing to say we'll keep bringing some some excellent programming to you guys uh, with your promise to never listen to anything else but us <laughs> just delete all of your other podcasts like. everything else in life just yep just uh, dust you know, your, your TV programs yep. all that stuff Forget about it. Forget about it. Cancel it. Let Cancel it go. All of it. Let it go. We're yeah. free. Yeah. Until, yeah, you, don't... you know, it's a lot of yeah. guys. I'm going to start charging. And
1: then. Well, oh, until that's... we get to the point where we're doing, you know, live podcasts on the stage in front of our, you know, you know, in, in front of, you know, what, 10,000 of our closest friends
0: yeah. who paid to be there. That'd be sweet. Imagine. Oh, man. Think about Is that it. That thing. Yes, that's a thing. I listen to a lot of podcasts I listen to tons of podcasts man uh, a few in, in particular and I'm not going to shout them out until they shout me out in their shows uh, The uh, they have sometimes they have forums where or, you know you, you rent out not for they rent out but they uh, like the Apollo Theater they had their podcast taped live full full of people that's insane that's work though you know you got to put the work in to get to that point yeah. And I'm all about that. And, you know, we're going to make things better. And wow. we're going to come out swinging. I don't know how many people
1: the Apollo Theater holds, but I'm really aiming at, like,
0: Super bowl size events. Jesus. I'm just yeah. trying to get people to record something and send it to me. Yeah, we're trying to get people to interact with us on Facebook. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh <laughs> Let's end it here, man. Our first season. Um, we have one more show. Uh, yeah. And I'll dump all the sappy stuff on you then. But uh, until then, Kevin, you can say bye. You could. Or you cannot. And listen to yeah. this awesome song from them crooked vultures uh, called New Fang as we close this out. Yeah. Yeah hey everybody so please like listen share and subscribe share and subscribe our show to our show sorry and uh let me know let me know how you guys feel about our show our first season right fill us in and uh thank you for listening to this episode um uh, before i forget thank you for being a fan of this season And uh, we're going to bring some hot shit for the future, yeah? That's the plan. Sweet. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.